just uh, make sure y'all laugh it. at everything we say. Please. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, you young millennials and your expectations and entitlement. Um, okay. Yeah, sure. We'll give you a participation trophy. Welcome to another episode of everyone's favorite podcast, Catching Foxes. So Catholic uh, stuff you should oh. uh, <laughs> there's listen, they're the one that we don't make fun of because they're so good. But but, yes. the, but but the guys over at the crunch, no. Yeah. No. We, yeah. Don't <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go, yeah, go eat your own damn cereal. Yeah, you freaking <laughs> kids in your top iTunes two hundred for <laughs> religion spirituality. <laughs> Not that I check every week. <laughs> No, those guys are awesome. Uh, we're going to have them on at some point in time once I stop being pretty lazy. But anyways, this is Catching Foxes, and we are finally – I feel like this has been in the works for a good two years. Finally, yeah. with our friends from YouTube, that Catholic couple. Everyone hold your applause. Thank you so much. We are so happy to be here. Yes, I'm, I'm here too. I'm just not as loud as Daniel. <laughs> I will say, though, I think we're the most mentioned thing on Catching Foxes, and like now we're finally on Catching Foxes. We're finally on. Well, I'm so excited. What do you think our, okay, what would be our most, let's just try to make this about us. What would be our most mentioned Franciscan. things? Like top, okay, top, top five things. Uh, Franciscan. Franciscan. Aunt D. Well, I would say you talked about it a lot at the beginning that it's like saved up enough to, to yeah. be considered in the top yeah. five. Yeah. Andy, I'm so sorry about that. We have failed you. <laughs> okay. So Al alcohol. Uh, alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Luke being hyperbolic about everything. <laughs> <laughs> so pissed. I was so pissed. <laughs> um, the, 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 I always imagine like Luke texting Gomer with like so with like fifty O's, um, just like Luke says. It Have I done that, Gomer? Just fifty exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll probably come in last with that Catholic couple being five. That's actually a, that's a really good list. Wow, that is. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm a real listener. I feel like I'm like the fan that like got his shot at fame with his like idols. Is that is that is that too much? No, because no. I know that. Uh, so we're going to be doing some interviews soon, and I may or may not be interviewing the lead singer of my favorite band, and he may or oh, may not come over to my Kurt house. Franklin, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a revolution? <laughs> I haven't thought of that song in forever. Wow. <laughs> his favorite back. His favorite band is Nickelback. That's that's. I don't know his name, but the guy with the long blonde hair, the lead singer of Nickelback, is coming to his house. That's my dad. Yeah, Jim. That's <laughs> <laughs> my dad. Yo, no, Mr. Gormley? I don't understand. <laughs> That's great. This is uh, my husband. He's a man guy from Nickelback. <laughs> Luke, what was that? Uh, my dad. Was that your mom? <laughs> yeah, your mom. Oh, God. Oh, Mrs. Gormley came over. Good to see you. <laughs> Michael, you son of a bitch. Oh. My oh, mom, actually, my mom. Can I do something that I've been waiting to do? Yes. <laughs> Shit. Yes, I love it. That's what we're about, ladies podcast. and gentlemen. <laughs> I have a feeling this is just going to be us all talking over each, each other, and I'm so happy about that. Um, oh, this is going to be the most convoluted episode ever. <laughs> Can't wait to edit it. <laughs> As somebody who edits all of our videos, I can sympathize, Gomer. 
but Luke Gomer. can't. But Luke can't at all. Hey, I edited one podcast episode that never got released. Not of Luke, us, but of another. It's totally fine. They know what they're doing. We are just the ones that come in and ruin the. Oh, the pretty basically. ones. Yeah, the pretty ones. <laughs> We're the pretty yeah. ones Cute. and the ones that add the enthusiasm and the charisma. <laughs> Thank you, you know. Anna. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. I'll affirm you. I want to affirm you right, right back. We, what will they do without us? Yeah. Hey, okay. First off, it's getting a little bit too flirty in this place. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Hey, Luke. Okay. I, I think you know what I'll do without you. It was my interview with Ike. <laughs> <laughs> it was two hours of pure, fluent speech. <laughs> Side note, I think we're the only people to have the Catching Foxes bump without actually being on Catching Foxes. Oh, that's a good point. Listen, this is is the secret sauce. All you need to do is about every six to eight months, smash your camera, (laughs) and then have Luke do a plug for it, and then uh, (laughs) things will be okay. That was the best thing that ever happened to our channel. Make a really cute, like, sad video where, like, we (laughs) might end something and then have (laughs) Luke just, like, empathize and just tug We can't let this happen, guys. We cannot let this happen. We cannot let this happen. They are so important. Okay, but now it sounds like we faked it. We totally did not fake that video. Well, and now we sound like we're insincere because that's actually the first thing that we wanted to say to you guys is, like, thank you so much, honestly. Oh, of course. We've said it in person. We've said it so many times. But you got me kind of drunk. You know, it's good. (laughs) That's funny. Luke is a kind and benevolent dictator. Yeah, Gomer, good job. I'm barely getting in your donation, by the way. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, you insolent bastards. (laughs) Okay, so for anyone who like, okay, doesn't get it. I'm going to take two steps back really quick because I was told that we get off track a lot going too many tangents. So there you go, Peter. Um, uh, Okay, so who are you guys? And then I want to go into the camera's story. We are that Catholic couple. We are a YouTube channel um, that started about almost two years now. Um, And we have like 2,000 subscribers. We're doing really great things, I think. Not to toot our own horn. But we really enjoy what we're doing. Um, We are a small little family. Daniel and I got married about two years ago as well. Um, So when we got married, we started the channel, basically. Um, We have... um, a daughter. I don't know where we live in Texas. Yes. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, our, our social security numbers are, well, well. <laughs> too much. Our channel is called that Catholic couple and our tagline is fun is universal. Um, and this like, this is like the rehearsed spiel. So everybody get ready. The reason we made our channel is because we want to live in the new evangelization. Um, we want to live authentically in a way that we haven't seen, really. And we want to disprove a lot of Catholic stereotypes and prove that living out of Catholic faith is fun. Um, and we think we do that fairly well by alternating between fun and universal videos every Glazy Sunday. Because if you haven't caught it yet, our last name is Glaze. And it's a play on Lazy Sunday. And like mm-hmm. Lazy Sunday's Donuts. Fat boys, holla at you. And um, <laughs> we have a, a weekly vlog every Monday. Yeah. And that's our channel. Yeah, it basically started when we were engaged. We were like, I wish there was like a Catholic YouTube channel or some Catholic YouTubers that would show us how it is to be engaged in the real world. 
And so then we were like, hey, what if we started a channel while we're engaged? But then we, as we talked about it more, we're like, if we discern out of this, though, starting, yeah. uh, starting a channel while we're engaged and then breaking up would probably not be the best thing. But we could still bring people into our marriage if we get married and this Spoiler happens. alert. Spoiler alert, we got married. And spoiler alert, we started the channel. So... Yeah, we just wanted to bring people into our lives and show um, everything that my husband said. Yeah, living authentically and living with Christ in our lives. Were you guys uh, close to, uh, um, like, calling off your engagement or something? No. 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 <laughs> I wanted some I, drama for our podcast. She laid her eyes on me, and that was it. Shut up. Stop it. I mean, we can... really, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but I mean, I, I'm still a girl, so I was just very, like, emotionally prudent. Like, no, we cannot commit to anything. And so every time— Guard we... your heart. Guard your heart. I know. Now I kind of— Thanks, it. Mary Beth Benacci. <laughs> I have no idea if that was her that said that. She's very nice, actually. I've yeah. met her a few times. <laughs> we, so long, long story sh- short, your guys' camera broke. And like yeah. it, like like guys, I'm left it on top of your car, and it like fell into like eight thousand pieces. So how yeah. close were you to actually having to stop? We were Legit- pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like as soon as because we were going, it was on Halloween night, and we were going to our friend's house um, to go to a party, and we were on the highway, and we heard this bump, and it was like, okay, cool, like we hit a deer or somebody, and we go to the house and. All of a sudden, I'm looking for the camera because we wanted to vlog Lily's first. Our daughter's name is Lily, audience members. And we wanted to vlog her first Halloween. And I'm looking for the camera, and I'm like, oh, where? Oh, no. And, yeah, so we I, we, I work for the church. My wife is a wonderful stay-at-home mother, and we did not have enough money to even consider buying another camera. Um, and I'll get yeah, into the, it a little bit why we decided to like not do it with, the, with like an iPhone because a lot of people come and like just do your iPhone it's the same video quality I'll get into that later if we want but we wanted to like if we were going to do the channel we want to do it right so we yeah we were extra on the we decided we weren't going to do it really honestly and just to clarify the, the bump we heard on the highway was the camera yeah, it was the camera the trunk. yeah <laughs> we just, it, it, there was just a bump and we, we didn't lost know the camera it was. and we killed a middle-aged <laughs> man it was horrible <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> that was a rough Tuesday. It was a rough <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Tuesdays yeah. in Texas, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which we said it in our video, but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm appreciative that it, it wasn't our child. My husband put the camera because okay, he was first being off, a good father. I would never father. leave my fat child on the top of our car. She would have stayed there and been fine. Well, yeah. What? Guys, I'm drinking wine, and wine gets me... Gives me confidence I should not have. <laughs> Isn't that what catching? That's like catching foxes' motto. <laughs> it's not wine. It's just alcohol in general. Oh, okay. So you guys were pretty close, and then we saved the day. You're welcome. You did. Literally the greatest summation of it. Yeah, we started like, a GoFundMe and just told all all the people, all his friends about it, the masses, everybody. There was like a pulpit announcement or what? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and, and D was like, I'll spread the word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, because I think like um, one of the reasons why I wanted to do it was because like you guys are so passionate about what you do. Like you can tell you're not doing this because um, you want to be on YouTube or you like you just really believe this and you think like this is a great way to just like share who um who you are and what God has done in your life. 
So I was happy to do it. Thanks. Yeah. Our, our videos might not be quality, but we're passionate about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should be a little bit more confident than that. <laughs> well, no, like, I will say, I think that I've seen, um, not that I'm a good judge of this by any means necessary, but I do think that over the past, like, three, like, three, like, th three months or so, the, the quality of your, um, of, you know, you guys like videos have gone up. I think in terms yeah. of the content, like you, like when you guys did your, um, what is it like to be a, um, a youth minister, um, on focus, I was really blown away by that because it was so like, you kind of, because like you guys do have this, like, um, it is all of your stuff is ex is extremely fun, but you kind of added this like extra like, layer of honesty that like fits really well into that. Thank you. Thanks. I have no idea how to what, what to respond. The only <laughs> other people that even come close to that is us. <laughs> fun, honesty, narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> We're just being like honest, more like what other crap could I throw out there? Yeah. <laughs> what uh what when how did you guys come up with the name that Catholic couple? Was it like what is two th four thumbs and is that Catholic couple? <laughs> we are that was really all Daniel's idea. Um so like we said when we talked about this when we were engaged, um, and we were thinking about like I, I we're both mass that... communication majors, like we both yeah are fairly good with branding. The envisionment, honestly, is that even a word? Envisionment? It is not. It is uh, not. It is. It is, it, it uh, is now. now. It is now. Yeah. <laughs> it is now. Thanks, babe. You got my Trump's America. <laughs> Trump's America. The reason why we came up with that Catholic couple is our honestly, our vision for this is to become full-time YouTubers. We honestly want to be like the first Catholic full-time YouTubers who have all of most of their income coming from YouTube. And I, I was all I always envisioned like either being walking around is, is i might be gloating but just people coming up to us and being like oh hey y'all are that catholic couple like because you know sometimes like people see you on the internet or they know about your thing and they're like oh y'all are those podcasters right we kind of want to, catholic, to run with the vagueness of it yeah yeah um and kind of take ownership of that before people forget side note i'm going to say something real quick i know i've been talking for a while but it's that catholic couple yeah so many people say the or this or L oh, I, I think couple. I called you that on like our first like couple did. episodes where I mentioned you know, like you know this Catholic couple or something or the Catholic couple. <laughs> Sorry, um, that's no, okay. No, it just pissed me off. <laughs> Whoa, those I mean, those Catholics who are coupling. <laughs> <laughs> those those never mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know where I go with that, Gilmer? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. Well, and Lily's godparents, who we love very much, have dubbed themselves that other Catholic couple. Yeah. So we love them for making fun of us and humbling us in it, but also being really cute about it. So piggybacking off of what my husband said, though, off of, of being the first Catholic YouTubers that are full time doing it. Um, that is our dream. And we are moving forward with that. And we really want to to be successful with it. But at the same time, even if only 500 people were to watch this channel, that would be fine too. Like we just For wanted you. to make sure that we were. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> 
<laughs> there are no losers. Yeah, because you're the loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's what scares me about our show. <laughs> Syrophoenician woman. Syrophoenician woman. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I keep telling myself that over and over again. <laughs> so great. Like, how do you guys, um, how do you, so how do you balance your guys' own marriage and the vlog? Mm-hmm. Or like, let me put it this way. Do you ever, do you ever feel like, because uh, I know people that have mommy blogs where it's like, I feel so sorry for these kids because their entire life is scripted out. Do you ever feel like you're oversharing, you know? No. Well, I think, actually, no, honestly. Well, I think that's the tension when you open yourself up, especially with the vlog. So for anybody who is listening, like, the YouTube vernacular of vlog is meaning, like, documenting your life. Because um, everyone thinks just, like, uploading a video on YouTube is a vlog, which, I mean, technically, I guess it is a video log. But there's a difference between content and vlogging. Um mm. Okay, and, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, like no, Casey that's, that's, nice that no longer does yes. a vlog, but he still uploads he does videos. Content. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and some of those content videos are vlogs in, the, in and of themselves. Uh, so it's not like mutually exclusive, but uh, there's, there is a, because I mean, you could tell the distinction between like our Glazy Sunday content videos and our vlogs on Monday. Yeah. Um, one's obviously more scripted. So, well, sometimes vloggers. Okay, I'm done. Here we go. No, um, that's actually really interesting, so. Yeah, because well, there's a tension between sharing enough to stay authentic online and not being like a Catholic fortune cookie and sharing all of the goodness that is your life, which, to be honest, we have a great life, but we still are humans. And it's mm-hmm. like having that tension of do we share how much we fought today because I don't even want to look at my wife, but I still love her. And I would be really cool to show how that authenticness shines through on a vlog, but I still want to protect my vocation, you know? Yeah. So like, it's, it's that mm-hmm. tension and like, and I don't necessarily want to share my daughter's face as much as we have been for her future. So like, there's like, there's that tension of, of exactly how do you stay authentic online? Yeah. The balance between vlogging and voyeurism kind of like, exactly. yeah. look yeah. into, sure. look into the grittiness of my life versus like, let me share my life with you. I think that I don't always do a great job of trying to find that balance. You know, like I've had a couple of people, um, I, I think so. Okay. So for, I hit a point where I remember I had a thought that I was like, what if I don't have anything to share on, on the podcast anymore? Like, like, like what if all my problems get solved? <laughs> <laughs> then you don't need the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, I would really like that kind of like, on, like, I'm like almost like, like what if like God heals me? Of this stuff, which he honestly like, has been doing in some in some extremely profound ways. With, with this, I mean, like honestly, over this past week, uh, uh, yeah. then what do I share? Mm. <laughs> you know, which is like is yeah. such like a dumb thing. But like, I feel um, you know, and then I think also, you know, as um, a history major, I really like stories. And I'm not like it's yeah. just in my nature to want to talk about other past and like what happened. Just I mean, honestly, I I just I do it all the time. And I've had a couple people come up to me and kind of think that I was that I've been um, that I talked about things that I should not have talked about or I've like overshared mm. some some stuff. Yeah. So it's just kind of like it's just interesting. I, I think it's a good tension to be aware of because it kind of keeps you grounded and, and you know, in bounds. Right. Yeah, and and we don't have it. We don't have it perfectly down pat either. I mean, like, 
we've only been doing this for a year and a half. So there are certain times where we want to share our prayer life, but then it's like, am I, am I pulling out? Do I need to film myself at mass? Yeah. Right. Or am I pulling out my camera while praying a rosary and then like losing the whole reason why Uh, I'm praying a rosary? (laughs) You know, like I want to share that I'm Catholic and I want to share that I struggle with prayer. And we made a video where I talked about prayer. And I think that one was a really well-received video because everyone was like, I struggle with liking prayer too. And it was, I think that for me was good to see that even that video, just talking about the realness and the hardships of prayer was way better than me pulling out my camera while I'm at adoration and showing how much I love Jesus in that moment. Because then it's like, well, I don't always... I mean, I love Jesus, but I don't always want to go pray. And and I think people need to see that too of the authenticity yeah. and the and the genuine mm-hmm. hardships of having a relationship with Christ, but then also the genuine hardships that I have in marriage, to where like, to be very honest, I don't always like this channel. My husband loves this channel far more than I do. So it's always like a <laughs> sometimes it feels like a, <laughs> that's why when you ask, laugh. <laughs> when you asked at the beginning, like, what's the tension with your marriage? I'm like, oh, there's tension. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, let me tell you about it. I don't always like this channel. Um, because then it also becomes um not that the channel becomes its own person, but it it becomes its own thing where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Let's stop freaking filming. We need to spend an hour with our daughter. Like, okay, put the freaking camera away. We don't need to write out our... Uh, okay, okay, now. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry about it right now. Damn it, Daniel. <laughs> got all my emotions. Um, but, then, but then finding the balance of, okay, we're not going to film. And there have been times where we've said that on the vlog too. Like, we didn't film this week and it's because we had a rough week. We're just, we're going to do another one next week. You know, like we'll release the mm-hmm. next video the next week. So, so yeah, it's a constant learning and growing process for us, for sure. That's yeah, man. Well, well, one of the things with the modern Testament um, podcast episode yeah. that we did, my, I don't know if you could tell, but my whole thing when I was asking them questions was like, ah, do you know if you've been healed enough that you're launching this yeah. thing? And, and then like, well, what if, what if others are like, you know, making it voyeuristic, like, Hey, look at my problems. And my wife, my wife has been on plenty of those, um, uh, mom, Catholic moms groups that are out there. And she's literally left like all but th- one of them. Uh, Heck yeah, me too. Because I mean, <laughs> well, number one, they're just, they're, they're elements of it that are just crazy. But one of the, the things is people overshare, yeah. About things like, I mean, number one, it's because they don't have community that they think Facebook is appropriate to talk about their husband's literally premature ejaculation. And, yeah. and they share, and then they literally say, oh, uh, is that you? P- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, cool. Oh, the old, the old, the old, the old glaze initiative. <laughs> the old, it's a juice box line from friends. <laughs> I thought I created a different profile. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I was keep Anna going. on that profile. I was Anna. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but keep going, Gomer. No, but like, so my wife is like, and they'll, they'll say like, you know, my husband's premature ejaculation, like our sex life is horrible. And then they'll say like, hey, and if you know us in real life, please don't bring this up. And you're like, do you not understand how life works? It's now tattooed. You should bring it up on every. Yeah. If you well, were my friend, I'd be like, get brought up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, seriously, like, 
So w- part of the disconnect with a lot of what we're trying to do is there's this classic – or not classic. There's this massive tendency for people to overshare, to feel like there's – you know, whatever it is. And the notion that you got to pull that back. you got to rein that in. And for the Modern Testament or their Modern Testament, um, that episode, I felt like there was so many good things that I loved about their the, this program that they were building. I mean, they connect people to counselors and community yeah. groups and all this stuff that, that helped me. Like when I researched them, like I was like, oh, okay, I really like this. But just talking with the couple, and I thought they were great. I'm like, especially her, she's like, she's still in the middle of healing. So there's an yeah. element of therapy. Yeah. It was with... like right after all of that. I'm sorry for interrupting. I was just like, man, they were right there, like extra mm. close. To yeah, it was back. eight eight months ago when it all happened. And I so, know. It's like, man, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. And so my whole my anywho, my whole thing with that is the element of oversharing needs to be like in the forefront of of people's minds. You know, like of your minds yeah. as you're doing that in order to achieve that balance. And I know that for my family, I constantly ruin my relationship with my wife because I actually tell her the stuff that I say about her on the show, and then I and then I play it for her, and then she hates me. Well, I mean, think about it this way. Um, so we went through. I think I told you guys this um, at um, at, uh, at the meetup, but my wife had a um, ha- uh, had a miscarriage in yeah. mid December, I think. And I kind of thought about talking about it, and when and when I brought it up to her, she was like, "I don't know." And it's just, and I, and, I, and the more I thought about it, I just didn't have a real healthy, a real healthy distance from it to yeah. be able to talk about it in that in and in an objective sense, which I think is one of the things that we try to do on um, here. Is talk about uh, stuff that, with some sort of reason behind it, right? Yeah, you know. Well, and was... I, sorry, oh, sorry. No, no, no. no and, and I and but but you know, <laughs> at the same time, I've heard other podcasts where they actually have done that, and it was beautiful. Mm. So I think it's it's just kind of you just have to be prudent. Yeah, you have to be prudent because there was so when Dino and I first got married there was a YouTube channel that we used to follow and I won't say their name cause I don't want to like bash them, but they were Christian and they, they're pretty well. I, I mean, they have a, a lot more subscribers, let's just say than we do. Um, and they, so they vlog their life and they vlog their family and they're, they're Christian. I don't exactly know what denomination, but whatever. Um, they, they filmed a video that went viral where the husband, um, surprised the wife first with a pregnancy announcement. So what he did in the video that went viral was she went to the bathroom. She, um, the husband knew that the wife would go for to the some reason the forgot middle. to flush. <laughs> no, because they had a baby. They had a baby in oh, the room. Oh, that's right. That's right. And so she, he already knew that she doesn't flush in the middle of the night in order to not wake him. Um, and so he was like, I, I really think that she's pregnant. So I'm going to buy a test, get a sample out of the toilet and then like, um, see if it'll work. And it worked and she was pregnant. And so he went and surprised her. And it was just like a really cool video because he got to tell her, which usually it's always the the wife that gets to, um, surprise the husband. Right. So that was like a really cool video that they did. Um, and, and you see the wife's reaction just like, Oh my gosh, like we're, what we're pregnant how do you know that and so anyway you see the the joy 
But then like two or three days later, they had a miscarriage. Um, and they made a video about it where they were like, Hey guys, so thank you so much for the support. Like we made a video about it. Um, but we're sad to tell you. And, and the wife and the husband are in tears to where it's almost uncomfortable to watch because you're just like, um, shouldn't you be grieving in private? Like, why are you this? And they said like, this literally just happened. We just got back from the doctor and like the, Mm. the, you're just like, um, this is a little too much. And then they proceed to say that the child, this is the part, this is the part that, that frustrated me the most because they proceed to say that this child, even though they miscarried was still a blessing in their lives because it allowed them to have more subscribers, like more people found their channel after this viral video. And like helped them with the grieving. Yeah. And so where they were just so thankful for more people tuning into their, their YouTube channel. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, wait a sec, you're saying your child was a blessing, not just because they were a blessing in and of themselves, but because they brought more people to your channel and you're grieving in front of us that to me felt very weird and I'm rambling now but it it was just very to where we don't want to do that like when we saw that video Dino and I had a conversation we're like I don't think we would ever do something like that like there is a fine line the way they did it yeah yeah, and bringing people into our lives of course we would share at some point if we did have a miscarriage with our audience but like it wouldn't be the moment of, you know, like there's a time mm-hmm. where we need to protect our own sanity and our own marriage and our own child too. You know, like, like, I don't know, just, just, um, appropriately cherish and welcome that that child was in your life for that time. Um, well, and- so I'm going to cut you off No, and, um, my turn is <laughs> No, so, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> well, no, because Luke talked about not the last episode, the Ike episode, but the one before that. Um, it's actually the last oh, I, I wonder why Luke didn't Ike. say anything in the Ike episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Denver getting high as a motherfucker. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. With my cousin. Um, <laughs> I was doing church stuff. It's on yeah. <laughs> um, okay, no, yeah, because you were talking about that, the last episode that you were in, uh, about how you pray about catching foxes a lot, at least from what I gather. Um, and you really feel as if God is calling you to use the medium that you've built up, and I believe in a great way, um, and in the appropriate manner to build the kingdom. And that's the first thing that we did with this channel is we prayed about it. And was we literally said, God, like, if this is of you, please allow it, you know, to happen. Um, which I don't know if we're allowed to do with God, but we did. And, but, and, and if not, you know, tear it down. Which That's what we thought was going to happen with the camera. That's where we were like, Jesus doesn't, like, God doesn't want us to do this. You yeah, know, God like, punished us. Literally, he destroyed our camera, which, like, is silly to blame it on him. But we were just like, that's our answered prayer. And then all of a sudden, the GoFundMe happened, and it was just like, a reaffirmation of like, no, it's not supposed mm-hmm. to end yet, which was really cool. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. Keep going. See, I'm so in tune with the Holy Spirit that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so it's funny you say that because at least I regularly pray about this channel because the, the biggest reason why we made the channel and why we do it is there are so many channels that are of the world. Like there are so many channels that, subscribe to not i don't mean that in the youtube subscribe but subscribe to like really latching on to worldly things and so many people watch these channels and they see two things like 
the biggest YouTubers, one of the biggest YouTubers were a dating couple that broke up on YouTube. And just recently, like today, the biggest family vlogger, uh, Shay yeah. Carl, got caught cheating on his wife with a video cam girl on Twitter. Oh, like, that one was so ooh. hard. And, and they're, so they were rough. open about their Christianity. And, and it's the reason I bring all of this up is I really identified with Luke when he talked about, like, I feel as if God has given us this channel and, like, has asked us to be vessels to really show what it means to not be of the world through the worldly medium of YouTube. And that, I don't know, I, I feel as if we are working towards really understanding the whole thing that we've been talking about for the past, like, 30 minutes of that balance. Because um, I'll never leave my wife. I'll never cheat on my wife. I will hopefully be showing my daughters and my future kids, like, this is how I treated your mom and this is how we loved you guys. And we showed the world it as well. Um, like, you can bring Jesus into this channel. Like, YouTube and Catholicism are don't have to be two separate things. YouTube and the victory of Christ don't have to be two separate things. Like they can, we can have a relationship with both. <laughs> Sorry, that was really high pitch. <laughs> don't have to be. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> no, I, and I mean, I think that one thing to consider with a lot of media right now is that it's the wild west. Like the rules yeah. really haven't been written. We're starting to, get a better under a better understanding of them, but it's not set in stone yet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and if I could get on my, my, my soapbox again, one more time and then, and then Gilmer could talk cause he hasn't talked in like 40 minutes. Um, He's playing Minecraft. What? No, he's definitely <laughs> playing Minecraft. No, I don't, well, and maybe this is something what? that y'all could speak into as well as podcasters, but I, I'm really tired of crappy Catholic YouTube channels. I'm not yeah. going to name anything. I'm not going to name anyone, but I'm, I'm really tired. I mean, I can name a ton of names. <laughs> yep. um, but it probably wouldn't be the most charitable thing to do right now. <laughs> and I really want to. And I was going to, I told myself I was going to on this, um, on this podcast, but I mean, maybe you can put it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> Looking at you, share Jesus campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. No, Andy. see, that's the thing though, is I love that they do it during Lent. Like, I'm tired of people going away from social media. I get it can become an evil and an idol. But, like, we should be sharing Jesus on social media because social media is an extension of who we are. And um, I'm tired of crappy YouTube channels and cap crappy – and me might be, might be one of those crappy YouTube channels as well. But it weakens the Catholic voice on YouTube and delegitimizes, like, quality Catholic YouTube channels – when you make a crappy video about something that doesn't really matter. And I don't know, I'm getting on my, my soapbox, but it's just, I'm tired of seeing, our message is so good that it can't be done with a crappy like iPhone, you know? Yeah. like, or, or you get on the channel or you make a video for 30 minutes and it had no point to where you just rambled the whole time. And I'm like, yeah. where is the meat of this? Like, where are you talking? Where is your joy? Because Jesus yeah. clearly, Anna, have not heard all that much catching foxes. <laughs> <laughs> there is no joy here. That is great. But there's a lot. There's, there's meat. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Anna, you nailed it. Like, like yeah, for real. Bacon. What? Did you say like but bacon? Bacon, yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the great things about YouTube, so I I never was a 
uh, YouTuber. And I'm just going to make this little side comment. Make sure your iPhone, um, your uh, headphones, the microphone isn't scraping against your shirt. Oh, it makes this. Bad. It makes a swooshing noise that drives our listeners insane, and they send me emails. Um, is... Yes, that. Yeah. Uh, actually sorry, I'm a smartass. I hate you. Um, but no, so I just started. Like to me, YouTube was a place for like movie trailers and uh, you know uh, 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 butt videos and like other things. Uh, and how tos and how videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I never was the guy that was into following YouTubers, right? People whose yeah. whole careers. Now, um, Philip, uh, what's his name? DeMarco or whatever. DeFranco. Uh, Philip DeFranco is the homie. So good. I mean, unless you hate him, then I hate him too. Right. Well, <laughs> well, he, I mean, like, I first encountered him years ago when someone was like, listen to this guy's rant. Gomer, you need to put together a video to, like, combat this and and I'm like, because uh, it was like super, and he's, you know, of course, like 90% yeah, of the creative definitely. people, he's, he, he's a lapsed Catholic. So, um, for sure. But, uh, so for any, so I, it was through him. And, and then I got into Casey or I got into Emergency Awesome because of the whole Marvel comic stuff. Yes. Oh, they're so yeah. cool. Yeah, and then and then you know, and Emergency Awesome, I think, is a part of the Nerdist Network. I think so. Um, yeah, really. As a original fan of 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 the Nerdist show, I'm surprised I did not know that. Go on. Yeah, and then, uh, but then I got into Casey Nice Nice Stat, and yes. man, that is where I really like fell in love with YouTube culture, um, and just sort of like one day, I I probably spent maybe ten hours. Um, cause I was, I'm trying to build a rolling through. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to build a home studio and I feel like the last like six months of Casey Nice. if you don't know Casey Neistat, he, he has this brilliant studio in New York. It, it, the studio is a character on this thing. Um, yeah. he is, he is just a crazy frenetic New Yorker and, uh, he, he's a brilliant filmmaker. He makes, he used to work for HBO and all this stuff and he decided to make a daily vlog of his life. And he would spend like 16 hours a day making a vlog, which is kind of funny when you think about it, that you're actually not living life. You're only making a vlog. But um, yeah, but he does this excellent and, and his video work and all that stuff. Anywho, his show is great. His channels are great. Um, and I got like sucked into this like whole world. And I'm like. This stuff is amazing. So I began- to where he stopped blogging. Blogging, you're just like, what am I doing with my life now? Yeah. Why is he gone? It's like when your favorite show ends, and you're like, well, I, yes. I guess I got to talk to my wife now. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Why, man? So I had a, um, a, you know, just an observation, not instruction by any means, but there is uh, a person talked to me about maybe doing uh, a Catholic radio show. And they said that the notion was the the owner was like, I want to show that my 24 year old son will listen to, and we don't produce any content that my 24 year old son would listen to. And so I, you know, and obviously I didn't take the job, but I've been thinking about that notion for so long now, like what content would a 24 year old be drawn to like what do they want to see what do they want to experience i mean when i'm on youtube you know five to eight minute videos that's the thing um for most youtubers right you just give them an experience not a show right and um 
But there's all sorts of different stuff like that. And you see someone like Father Barron, Bishop Barron, who clearly when you hear him talk, he has no clue about the technical side of YouTube <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> like I love when he tells this I love when he tells the story of when he found out there were comments on YouTube. <laughs> yes. You know, he tells it all Which have you seen him on the Ruben Report? Awesome. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So good. So good. But he uh so it's it's funny to me, like you you have this experience. I want someone who can wield the medium. You know what I mean? I think you guys do a great job. Especially, you know, my favorite thing about your channel, I want to tell you my favorite thing uh, is not your bro tank in the uh, graffiti art stuff. My favorite thing... <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about your channel is the the images that get kicked out for your video, right? You know, the, the, the screen images, right? The thumbnails? Yeah. I think you do... Yeah. I think those are excellent, excellent... And they always draw me in. They always, it has a little um, emergency awesome kind of feel to it, the big, broad, white text, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not a copy of it. But I, I, I just love it. I, I think it is great. I think you're uh, – I don't know if you use Photoshop, but the skills are, are well yeah. honed for that. Thank That's you. That's all my husband. I give him yeah. all the props. He's well, awesome. And you're absolutely right. And, and that's why I, I know. feel like we need. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I talk. <laughs> that's the tension of this show. Go on. Then. <laughs> uh, no, but like that's why I'm honestly on a mission to help get the Catholic YouTube voice better. Because like Bishop Barrett and Father Mike are great. They are absolutely needed on 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 YouTube, and they serve a great purpose. But in my opinion, they are like video archives. Like they're not necessarily yeah. a YouTube channel that understands the YouTube culture, but mm -hmm. they have an exact place that they need to uh, exact role that they need to play, and they do it extremely well. And and that's why, like I said, I'm on a mission to really have Catholic content creators understand the 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 um, not operating system, but like the platform that is YouTube and the ins and outs of everything that it takes to to run a YouTube channel. Uh, because like like you said. People need a medium. Like, you got sucked into Casey Neistat. And imagine if you were a, I was going to say 15-year-old boy, but you're pretty much that. Um, and you got sucked into... Guilty. Like, a, <laughs> guilty, right? <laughs> you got sucked into a channel of a family that is Catholic, that is living that out in a way that is entertaining, but also authentic. That's what we're striving for. If, if there's anything 15-year-old boys love, it's family content. <laughs> oh sure no, no but um daniel you had a conversation and i'm you, daniel you had a conversation and i'm totally gonna butcher it but um so uh, now that we've reached a thousand subscribers we've been able to go to youtube workshops like actually hosted by youtube which is really cool because you realize then in that moment like Oh my gosh, YouTube is actually a thing. Like it's yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a being basically. Like there's a community behind this. Um, and so we got to meet a lot of YouTubers, and Daniel got to meet a like business guy that does editing. And one of the coolest things that I think he told Daniel was that people are having conversations in in their day to day lives, and that you need to be either a continuation of that conversation or a stopping point of that conversation to where people are going to want to tune into your channel in order to continue thinking these things that they were thinking about in their daily life, either with themselves or with their friends and family. Um, 
And so I thought that was really cool that like our channel can be that can be a continuation of a conversation or even a stopping point to a conversation of, Hey, maybe someone has questions about a 15 year old has questions about what a family looks like, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, what if my mom and dad didn't get a divorce or like, what if my dad yeah. did leave, you know? Yeah. Um, just to get yeah. really sad with the examples. <laughs> hey, why don't you give us some <laughs> advice for maybe up-and-coming YouTubers or yeah, me and was... Luke wanting to go into that kind of field? Let me pull up my Google Doc. Ooh. Oh. Daniel has it ready. Shit just got you... real. <laughs> <laughs> you use notes for the things that you do yeah. for your content? I don't understand this. <laughs> what is You're this? pre-pared? Pre-pared. <laughs> <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, millennials have their ish together. <laughs> uh, not these two. No. <laughs> Me and Luke buck that trend. <laughs> Oregon Trail Generation, what one? I just That's made a deuce this sign and no one can see me. Welcome to podcasting land. Go on. And you said what, what? That, yeah, we need Boo. to work on things. You need a bro um, tank, Luke. You need a bro tank, Luke. You need, okay, first, I need to get my Gronk on. Indiana Pacers Reggie Miller jersey that just, whenever they turned it into an animation, got rid of the logo. Oh, no, we know. <laughs> we still say it. It's still what it is. We're no, no, it's cool, bruh. Bruh? Bruh. Um, so I got seven points for everybody. You ready? Yes. First mm-hmm. one, you better damn we're, well be. We're ready First for instruction. Is, I just want to ask, do you want to split these up? I, I don't know if you, you need me as a wife to support you in any way. Aww. Say no. Say no. No. <laughs> be your own man, Dan, Daniel. Don't emasculate me on national podcasting. Um, Listen to by Aunt D's everywhere. (laughs) Don't make Aunt D feel any less about me than she already does. Um, Can I get to the damn list, guys? Sorry. Okay, here we go. So happy, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, right. The first one is pray about it. Um, If you are honestly wanting to enter any medium when it comes to being Catholic on that medium, or even just doing it in general. You need to see if it's really if it's really in God's plan for you. So that's the first thing. And I think y'all already did that. So good job. Um, the second thing is definitely learn the platform. Uh, if you don't understand the tool that you're going to use to spread specifically the gospel and live authentically, then you are not going to do it in the, in the most best way. It's um, so like really understanding how like why a thumbnail is done this way or how you upload and how you can schedule or why, where even the upload button is. Um, so that's number two is on the platform. I'm going to run through these. Number three is learn the culture. There is a definite culture on YouTube that really needs to be understood before you create a YouTube channel because you have to speak into the culture to have a voice within it. And you have to learn that before you can really, um, you know, start your channel. Um, the fourth thing is create quality content. And I'm going to say some things that probably some creatives are going to disagree with, but there's a primary and a secondary form of quality content. The first one is the story, no matter what you do. And this is literally from Casey Neistat. The story always wins. The whole reason why you guys are great on, on Catching Foxes is because y'all make great stories and y'all tell things in a way that people can relate to. And even if the audio sucks, even if it only uploaded halfway, like we know every time that we click on Catching Foxes, it's going to have good quality. 
And the second thing actually is the production value. The message of the gospel is so good that it has to also be good when you're looking at it on YouTube, on YouTube, on YouTube. And that's the thing that I feel like a lot of people are going to disagree with that the primary trumps the secondary, which is always true, but the secondary has to be there for people to take you seriously on YouTube. It's expected that you're going to have high definition video. It's expected that the audio is going to be good. It's expected that you're going to be entertained and that what you do is going to look good on YouTube. Okay. Number five is stay consistent. This is something that we're still learning. When you create something and you tell an audience you're going to do it, do it. And I know. I agree. Oh, sorry. And I was going to say, I I know there's times where Gomer's (laughs) like, look, I'm catching Fox's uh, Facebook page. I am tired of shit. I cannot upload right now. But you still communicated that. That's my other thing is stay constant with your communication. Because if you don't necessarily upload and continue that that, uh, consistency, you're at least communicating consistently. Yeah. What were you going to say, Luke? No, just that I think that that part is really important because we we got traction once we started to uh, release episodes on it. Yeah, you can totally you can totally see the the stats of like when Thanksgiving or Christmas come around and it's a little bit more sporadic. Our numbers Mm -hmm. drop uh, because if if I'm not posting weekly, our numbers drop. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, and that's I'm going to sound like it's such a snooty person but that's like just basic brand loyalty like you you the the customers expect what you tell them and Mm -hmm. you're supposed to deliver on that um Mm -hmm. and the last two points are find your focus Uh, a lot of people think that if you create well they're, they're scared to get like what's called double niching where you find the first niche and then you find that section of that niche and that's where you go and we're actually still trying to figure out what ours is but it's okay to find, like, you need to find your focus. Um, so that, that's the, the sixth point. And the last point is more so for just specifically YouTubers is don't necessarily become a video archive. Um, don't just post videos to post videos and not interact with your audience. The best yeah. Catholic YouTube channel right now is Bishop Barron. Why? Because he uploads consistently, hits everything that I said, but he also interacts with his audience. Like, you can see him and his team regularly commenting on his videos. Um, so did that mm. help? Yeah. yeah, I thought that was great. I think that's great. That was awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of just went off on that. Well, and like yeah. going off of what Gomer said for like, what does a 24-year-old guy or girl want to watch on YouTube? Like, I think one of the points that Daniel brought up was like finding your focus and then finding your niche. Like, it's okay to, what was it? We, uh, we heard a piece of advice once that said like, um, Picture a person, like your ideal person of who would watch or or change it, Dino. You you might correct it. Well, well create a person who you want to make your channel yeah. for. Yeah. And whenever you create content or whenever you think of an idea, would this be something that they yeah. would appeal to? Or like that yeah, it would see if, to that, them. if you think that person would want to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I you know, I, I think probably one of the biggest compliments we get on our podcast and not only even a uh, compliment but a comment is oh my gosh i thought i was the only one who felt that way or oh my gosh i've had this as i've had this as um as well and and i and i and i think why why that happens is that like we are such big fan of 
sorry, big fans of podcast and we have been, and we have been listening to podcasts for almost 10 years now that like we kind of knew going in this. No, I mean, we, we, we actually explicitly, we, we explicitly stated that the audience was us. We were yeah. going to talk about things <laughs> yeah. that we wanted to hear people we can tell. talk about. <laughs> no, but but like that's but like that's why I don't ever change like what we talk about based upon people's complaints because it's not for them. Or or we've or we've kind of modeled who that person is by kind of like okay, this is what we want. This is what we've we perceive the lack to be, and me and Luke are just gonna have a conversation on that stuff. And if other people mm-hmm. listen, that's awesome. We obviously want other people to listen. Otherwise, we wouldn't publish yeah. it. But at the same time, yeah. right? But, I mean, so there's the balance between, like, there's always been the balance between what gets clicks versus what grows the goodness of the show. And my right. motto ultimately has always been, if we, if we become better, the audience will demand that we get bigger. Right. Like if you focus, if you focus on the betterment, now you can do smart things like post regularly, you'll get a bigger audience that way. Um, have high quality stuff. I mean, I, I'm speaking into a $300 microphone with a $200 breakout box so that I can capture as high audio as I can. We have multiple redundancies so we don't lose shows. I edit, I spend about four to six hours of show editing. And so when we put all that stuff together, we get a better and, – and I listen to feedback about that stuff all the time. I had someone say, Gomer, Luke's voice is so much louder than yours. Why are, I find myself turning yours up a lot, or like when you're talking, turning it up. And I literally – the industry norm is 12 decibels. And so I'm like, screw it. I'll do I'll, – I'll bump it higher. And this guy called me over. He's like, this is what I'm talking about. My stereo is not at max volume now. And it's things like that that you you gotta technically stuff. There's and we're I mean I'm I'm a novice. I work fifty five hours at my regular job. I travel and all that stuff. I you know I'm I'm traveling every other weekend sometimes, and I fit catching foxes in between Wednesday and Friday morning. So uh, yeah, it is crazy. You're trying to balance a million things, but if I didn't have Luke as my uh, as my lover, I, I wouldn't understand uh, where to go with this stuff. <laughs> Aww, I'm right there with you. you. If I didn't have Luke as my lover, man. Whoa, 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 whoa! Come on, Anna. <laughs> Anna, this <laughs> this is a live Anna, vlog. This is a real reason for the podcast. <laughs> this magic moment. <laughs> I'm just the random woman on the show. <laughs> and the only Hispanic. The only Hispanic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Host. I'm Irish, which is kind of Hispanic. Wait, kind of. wait. Y'all drink enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to the person, though, like having that person in mind, I just want to give a quick shout out to our homie, our wonderful girl, Courtney Kilbasa. Oh, yes. She is like when Daniel and I sat down to create our channel. She was our person. Like, <laughs> nice. We were like, if we could come up with a person, I was like, she already exists. Courtney freaking loves us. And she gets YouTube. I feel like she would tune in to our channel, not just because it's a good channel, but like because she would appreciate what we're saying. Because it's not. And, and, we, and if we say it good enough, she would love us. Um, so, Courtney, just letting you know. Next time we see you, it might get a little bit awkward, but, like, we love you. <laughs> yeah, and the next time we see you will be March 8th as you come to Deacon Baldi's for our live Catholic Pops event. Whoa.
Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And Wednesday. Mostly just Wednesday. <laughs> Forget Sunday. Yeah, no, Courtney is awesome because uh, she was a summer staffer, I think, at Camp Covecrest. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, when I met her, I'm trying to think of when I physically met her for the first time. It was back in the day. But she is awesome. She brings friends to my church to take pictures with me. I know. One of them was one of my old teams. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, so many connections. How's it up there in Sucksville, Luke? <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? Yeah. Who's killing a chicken? <laughs> Wait, what just happened? I don't what know. What just happened? I don't know. <laughs> Who killed a chicken? Why it are we killing like, things? It sounded like oh, something. Oh, the, the sounds. I got you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to step out for just a second. Kill some chickens. <laughs> Kill, Kill some chickens. chickens. <laughs> All right. So we're at an hour. We can keep going, but I want you guys to know that we're at an hour. So if we have, if you guys, if we have, if we have bored you. No, this is literally sorry. a dream of mine. I, talking about YouTube on Catching Foxes. Yeah, I could talk for hours. That's yeah, all so, Daniel talks about so ever. Really. I, okay, I actually do have one more question for you. So I'm talking really close to the mic, and I don't know why. Sorry. Um, backing on up. So I have traditionally just watched a lot of stuff at random. There's been a few things. There's a few channels that I have that I'll watch their content on a, on a more consistent basis. Um, one is you. The other is Red Letter Media. And then the other one. <laughs> love them. I love them. I'm obsessed. Uh and then the other one is way back in the day. I used to watch uh, epic rap battles of history. Yeah. Love it. Love is that, it. Is that still a thing? Dude, I yeah. just showed Shannon her first one of uh, Trump versus what? Hillary during the campaign. Let me just say, I respect all females. But your rhymes are trash. Put up next to your emails. <laughs> That's awesome. I need to watch that. So, like, how, like, if I wanted to start to uh, consume YouTube on a more regular basis, how should I do that without just being completely random about it? Like, how do you watch That's actually such a good question because I, that's a really good question because I was, like, a novice. I still am because, you know, Daniel watches YouTube a lot more than I do. Um, And so I'm, like, I'll find myself just, like, He'll be on his laptop watching videos. I'm like, I should probably watch a couple too. And I'm like, nah, nah, what do I, what do I want to watch? You know, but I don't know any big names. Um, so from a novice perspective, I'm just going to throw my two favorite channels and then Daniel can like give you much more. Um, but I love Good Mythical Morning by Rhett and Link. Yeah. They're not exactly, I mean, it's not a Catholic show. It's not a Christian show, but like the way that they sit down and just feed off of each other's banter is so it is a good hilarious. show. That's a good show. Oh my gosh, it's such a good show. Um, and then I mean, Casey was like one of my favorites, and now he's gone, and I don't know what to do. And I'm really, I'm really sad. No, but um, Casey was really good. Like, so we mentioned him already, but if you really want to know the art of vlogging, I would say go watch Casey's old vlogs. Um, and binge watch for 24 hours. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Go get a life, but watch a couple of his episodes. 
I'm a 34-year-old married male. I don't really have a life, so it sounds great, actually. <laughs> um, but you take it away now, Dino. You have more channels. Well, so, clarifying question. Are you asking, like, just in general? Like, if I wanted to go find something that I'm interested in on YouTube, how do I do that? Well, no, 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 no. Like, more like, what? what are you... I mean, what's good quality content that someone should start with in general? And then I would also add to that. So, like, I'm used to watching TV shows either at um, – either at, um, well, I don't really watch things when they are actually, like, air per, per se. Who does that? sports. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I don't go, oh, I'm going to go watch – I'm going to go – I'm going to – like, what – Whenever I watch YouTube, it's always what YouTube tells me to watch. Yeah. So mm -hmm. how do I watch it with some sort of uh, regularity? With like, like, how do I be intentional with about that? Intention? Oh, damn it! You beat me to it. <laughs> uh, First, play Minecraft. Second, watch videos <laughs> about people playing Minecraft. Speaking of buzzwords, missionary discipleship, <laughs> forming intentional disciples. An intentional Paris. Sorry. Rebuild. And it, we're an intentional yeah. YouTube channel. Intentionally being intentional about our intentions. Um, <laughs> I was going to go. Church says hi to people. We should start doing that. That'll get our numbers back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, ministry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you've never been here at this Paris, please stand up so we can make you feel awkward. <laughs> I hate that. So yeah. Anyway. Um so the long story short would be go on YouTube and type in words that you like. <laughs> um so buts. But that's the thing is like so buts, <laughs> yes. Uh probably uh don't uh no, not on YouTube. Do not type butts on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I mean that actually kind of is the answer is well, because honestly, like what I wanna say is there are so many channels that give you crap. Like, mm -hmm. not just, like, crappy Catholic channels, but just crap in general. Um, so, I mean, honestly, the first thing I was going to say, if you like, if you want good, consistent, quality content, my favorite really is Good Mythical Morning. Because, um, yeah, yeah they're, they're just two best friends who talk about random stuff every day. Oh, Luke, how Basically about that? Basically catching foxes, oh, Luke. yeah. <laughs> hey! Um, but I also love, like, black nerd comedy which is a black guy who talks about nerd stuff and is comedic about it and is like extra aware of both being black nerd and his comedy. Um, and I can really identify with that. Wait, what? <laughs> <I heard laughs> that's what you asked. Well, was it? Damn it. Guys, I've had a lot of wine tonight. Um, yes, Daniel. Yes. <laughs> I see why you guys drink so much. Yep. <laughs> you see why you make horrible... Horrible life accusations against major nonprofits in the Catholic. <laughs> yeah, after after y'all's last episode together, they're texting me. I'm never giving a talk at NCYC after that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. Um, so, did that answer your question? So, I mean, good mythical morning. What I mean, Casey Neistat. Those are good places to start because they're good stuff. What about in the Catholic world? Besides you guys, start with you guys. <laughs> oh, this is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm just gonna get into it, it really, no i'm so nervous i'm it so really nervous. all depends we're gonna hate because us. i know i know it, i don't know how to sound not prideful um 
but there aren't many Catholic channels doing what we do. Um, and this, the, the kind of quality of content that we provide both like actual content and vlogging wise. Um, oh, cause oh, there are, oh. a f- yes. No, uh, I mean, Steve, the missionary, he oh, records yes. on oh, his yes. iPhone, Steve the missionary but like Steve, the, the way he speaks and the way he, um, really just presents the topics that a lot of us were probably thinking about. Um, he does such a good job. I really like him. Plus, He's a focus alum, so I just got to give him a shout out. But like, you really Dude, love his channel, and I, he doesn't have a—he a, doesn't have awesome um, gear. Oh. I mean, like he has his phone, and he does it on his phone. But like, but that's where we're—we were talking. Daniel was talking about the whole like the story comes before the equipment, like the story comes before the 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 um, the uh, production value. Production value. Like his stories are just so good. The way he presents his context are are just—they're just really good. Anyway, Um, I mean, obviously, Bishop Barron, if you're if you want a little bit more of the theological side, same with Father Mike Schmitz. Um, If you're in the college age, northern was it northeastern Ohio? Where's Franciscan? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, sure. Eastern. Pretty much. If if you only go to a Franciscan, you can watch New Catholic Generation because you'll be the only one who understands it. Um, Never heard of it. Okay. Nice. Uh, I have. I don't like our. That's a group that was like, if you've never heard of of um, Gregorian chant when like trying to bash Christian music. Yeah, Yeah. and Uh, like we we don't want to be. I don't like them. We don't want to be mean about it. Because we're we're friends. Well, we're friends with one of them, and he's actually one of our our Patreon awesome patrons. Diversity. Yeah, on Patreon. <laughs> like we don't want to bash the channel. Actually, though, his so all three of them were individual YouTubers, and then they got together because they were all at Franciscan and created a YouTube channel together, which is awesome. But out of which is awesome. It's a, I mean, that's and I super, thought it was going to be no, but that's super smart of them too to collaborate together and come together as YouTubers. I'm like, yeah, you're all in the same place. That's great. But out of all three of them, we actually only watched um, Catholic Contrast. So th- that's his channel. Is David his right? personal one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we used to watch his channel. Um, also, not the best in production value, but he was just so good at arguing with atheists. Atheists. Um, he was just really good of presenting that, which I thought was was a really cool niche. But yeah, as as them together, all three. Um, if you go to Franciscan, you will understand their jokes. If you don't go to Franciscan, you won't. You probably won't. So it's like our um, podcast. We, we call that we call that the catching foxes bump. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I I just had a big issue with I, I just one of their things that they released just bashed Christian music, and I think it's I think I, I get why people don't like it, but I also really don't like when people talk about things they don't understand. Yeah. Well, and, and Dino and I have also had a hard time balancing how to, because we are supposed to, like, iron sharpens iron, right? So we're on YouTube, and we see other Catholic YouTubers out there, and there's a part of us that wants to basically, like, connect with them, but to, to give them construction, construct, constructive criticism, not necessarily, <laughs> like, I can't talk, the, the wine is hitting me. Welcome um, to my world. One of our hours a day. We, a we call that the catching foxes bump. Yeah. 
Oh, also, any goodness. pregnancies okay. that result, we call that the catch. Yes, that's safe. Because um, I can see a child that really should Tonight, be Tonight, I'm getting the catchy foxes. Bro. Oh, my goodness. If his, name, if his name is not Luke Michael, we're going to be pissed. Yeah, I'll be really upset. Guys. Never gonna LMG. That is so funny. Um, Okay, we're going. No, no, no. I like this. Iron sharpens iron is more about. I like it the way you phrase it because it's just like it's really about competition. It's not about accountability. All those men's talks were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, like, and it's just so it's so hard because I want to charitably like call them out and say there are sometimes where even I, as a Catholic, will watch their channel and feel really put down. Like, we'll feel really embarrassed because I don't know, you know, intense theology. I don't do all of the things that they, they that they make fun of on the channel or or I do some of the things that they make fun of on the channel. And I'm just like, I'm a Catholic and I am pretty firm in my faith. But if someone else is watching your channel and you're trying to bring people to Christ into a religion that is not a jerk religion you are not doing that correctly. Like you are not doing that well. And and like I said, like it's hard for us to talk about this because we don't want to be mean to other Catholic YouTubers because I'll we be. see that because well, but, but we see the need of Catholic YouTubers. Mm-hmm. And and so it's just like, yay, w- there's more people on the community. This is great. Ah shit, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, and we we also don't necessarily want to say that we're like the golden standard of Catholic YouTube, but it's more so of we see. I feel like we have a much better grip on on YouTube culture than most Catholic channels do. And and I think that's the key thing that you are hitting at. Is that that YouTube is not just a content a delivery method; that it's a greater culture. Yeah, Yeah. and I think that's really interesting because I never really kind of understood that yeah for me the longest time was youtube was a place to get to post free videos you know like hey but then then you get into it like i'm not just watching bishop Barron's keynote address at blah 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 university which is awesome when i first encountered bishop Barron, it was at a live talk and i i had heard about the catholicism series i'm like oh it's probably going to be lame and then i heard him and i immediately went home launched youtube and watched probably 50 word on fire videos and by three or four hour long talks of course i listen to everything in in 1.5 or double speed but uh same here yeah and i watch it all and i'm like only one y'all sound really fast when i listen to you guys yeah 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 no i listen to us faster uh but the the whole thing when I, i i was like what what am i doing why did i not know this man you know but a lot of the stuff that people put on YouTube, it's like, oh, here's our television show. We have our television show. Let's just post the copy <laughs> to YouTube. And it's like, yeah. no, that's not. Wh- I mean, you could do that totally. But you're not. In- don't think that that's a strategy for YouTube. That's a strategy right. for people just to find a video. But that's not a it's YouTube a strategy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, like, no, like, do you know what? I want to do more videos on other topics that might be a little bit more pushy on the buttons of like we wanted to make a rant video of the election you know but we decided to let you guys do it let you guys do it and just put our (laughs) two put our two cents instead of like just bashing everybody for you know like how dare you vote for hillary clinton how dare you vote for donald trump like don't do this and and try to force teach 
something and shove it down people's throats and make them feel bad for it where it's like no actually I mean we don't agree with either of them and this is our opinion on it y'all need to go and pray about it like and and so Dino and I have other topics that we want to talk about that are a little bit more um, hard to to process but we don't just want to get up on the camera and and like set it up and say um yeah, like, this is what we think, and this is what you should do, and this is why, and, like, that's really stupid if you're voting for this person, or, like, that's really stupid if you're doing this, and I'm just like, whoa, slow it down, like, that's really harsh for people to hear, you know, you're, you're, you have to be charitable, too, um, Mm -hmm. and kind to people, so, anyway, sometimes I feel like that happens. I think you guys just want to be the younger Michael Voris. (laughs) (laughs) is it is it absolutely not is it bad that i don't know who that is Uh, it's a good thing you don't but you should absolutely watch his stuff i didn't not know and then we had the interview with the eye of the tiber dude and now i know and i wish he didn't (laughs) <laughs> that toupee article is so good. <laughs> um, well, I mean, honestly, if I could get a little bold, our goal is to make both Church Militant and EWTN, like, obsolete. Like, really bring it into the, the – like, bring Catholicism into the modern age by using YouTube. Hey, can I be a – Which I know Catholic – Oh, go, go, go. Finish. I know a Catholic militant does uh, – Church Militant does. But, yeah, you, I'm not going to get into that. Okay. So um, speaking of speaking of kind and charitable, yeah. <laughs> the Lord is kind and merciful. Ed <laughs> Baldick, right? These are the days of Elijah. Sorry, I thought we were trying to sing. Nope, 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 nope. Sorry. Hey, so um, one of the interesting things that I've been talking with my wife about is uh, a Harvard Business School thing called disruption theory from a guy named Clay Christensen. Have you ever heard of that? I know I that sounds familiar. Okay, so not at, the, not at all. You ever heard of the phrase okay. the innovator's dilemma? Innovator's dilemma? No, yes, no. So well, so if you're into Apple, chances are you hear disruption or innovator's dilemma. There's literally um uh, a tech blog has um a conference, an annual conference called Disrupt, based off this theory. And the whole idea of the theory is long and short of it, the cliff notes is um you already have established players who dominate the market. And New players, the only way they can upset the established players, if they come in with a good enough product that utilizes new technology, but that only starts on the area that's so non, like, there's no profit, there's no real money, there's no success there, that they get they get ignored by the big guys, right? And so me and my wife were talking for so long about creating um, certain content that's only delivered via online. Like you just leverage the online stuff, ditch printed books, let, let churches print the stuff out. And if you can drive down the cost so cheaply that these big publishers like Loyola press and um, Sadlier and all these, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't, they can't handle a, like if I were to sell you a hundred page book for five bucks, they would close their doors, but for what, you know, but we're, we're so down market, you know, we're trying to give it just those 200 churches that are doing this. We're going to sell it to you enough to sustain our lives, not to sustain a growing business, you know, but that's how these companies happen. You know, and I look at the, what YouTube is able to do mass instantly available international audience. Uh, You know, you have all the pieces that are put together that never existed before in the history of the world. 
People know YouTube. They go to YouTube. They search YouTube. If you can deliver the content in a way that appeals to them, you could all of a sudden be upsetting and disrupting whole industries. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, just look at, yeah. like, I mean, just the, we joked about it earlier, but the how-to. Like, I, I never, I will never buy a book on how-to ever again. I will just go to YouTube. How to, how to, how to build a fence. Well, Home Depot has 10 videos on it. Half of them suck. Uh, there's yeah. they're high production value, but it's like in a minute and 30 seconds, we'll tell you how to build the whole fence. And it's like, I need like 45 minutes on each step. And, but that's what they do. And then you have all these people who are like, I am Jill from, or I'm Jill. Jill. I'm Jill. <laughs> I'm Big Debbie. First century America. I'm Jill. <laughs> I'm being so inclusive right now, but. You know, it's like I'm Jim. I own a, I own a fencing company here in you know Skokie, Illinois. Here's my iPhone video. This is what you want to think that of, was very specific. right? And this is what you want to. It's from it's from the Usual Suspects. Uh, this is what you want to, uh, what you want to do when you're dropping in, uh, you know, your posts or putting picket. And all of a yeah, sudden, yeah. you now have this shared knowledge that can go far and beyond any like. $50 manual on how to build the perfect fence with color photo. You know what I mean? Like there's a whole new Absolutely. avenue to get people access to amazing stuff. That That's why we put all of our small group stuff for free on YouTube, all the videos. And probably what I'm going to end up doing is taking them out of my parish and just sell them, like retool them and sell them on my website for like 15 bucks or five bucks, something like that, that anyone could just buy. And Hey, all of a sudden now a church has small group resources. Boom. Done. Mm-hmm. People absolutely people aren't doing that. Well, and that's why I want to turn those seven points into some kind of series and do the same thing you were talking about. Call that the catching foxes bump. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. It's yeah. one a.m. <laughs> it was great talking to y'all. Thank this was really fun. Thank you guys. Uh, where where can we find you guys again? On YouTube.com slash that Catholic couple or on Twitter, you can find me at D underscore glaze and Instagram there too. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram now because I was not using it for a long time, but I'm back on there. And so it's AG underscore glaze on both of them. Excellent. Thank you guys so, so much. You can find me at Bishop Baron on Twitter. <laughs> you, uh, you can find me at the um, at the infamous Sergio on Twitter. That was dumb. Oh. <laughs> you can find me at Audrey Asad.